open up your chest and you learn how to feel A big, bleeding heart go dump, dump, dump And a big old love, that's how you overcome Life slip, come down, now to keep it real Open up your chest and you learn how to feel A big, bleeding heart go dump, dump, dump And a big old love, that's how you overcome Tick, tick, we wishing Hello world, you're tuned in to Glory Podcast, I'm your host Monk, how y'all doing man? <laughs> Check us out on YouTube, we got YouTube channel up now, new videos coming weekly, and then interact with us there, let us know what you want to see more of. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you've been listening for a while and you have not done that. That increases the visibility. Again, we ain't doing this for the money. We ain't doing this so I get some type of credit. Doing it simply because, again, my intention in putting forth all of this is what did I need to hear when I was a young man? What did I have to struggle and strive for? What lessons would have helped me when I was going through some of the hard stuff? So if you could share this and get this out to people that helps get them through that struggle or wisdom is learning from other people's mistakes so you don't have to go through it at all. Right. I want my ceiling to be your floor. So share this with people. All right, um, Sidewalk album, if you're into the music, Sidewalk by Glory, that's out on all digital streaming platforms. Go pick that up. Again, share it with your people. Bounce it. Put it in your videos. I don't care. If you want to get on a track with me or you want me on a track, shoot me a message. Or you want me to write something for you, I can do that as well. Get with me. And if I really believe in what you're doing, I might just do it for free. But yeah, a lot of stuff going on there. I appreciate y'all listening. So we're getting right into it today. What we're talking about today are the three most important relationships. And I would frame this as the three more most important relationships you're going to have as a man, as a young man, as a male. But you can apply these two if you're female to all my ladies out there listening. But again, the perspective I have on this podcast is related to manhood, to being a male, because I am a man, and this is something I feel called to and led to, but you can still learn things. It's like I say, you can apply these because there's some universal eternal truths in the stuff that I'm putting out here that you can apply whether you're a male or a female, but then also if you're a female, you're a lady listening you're hearing the male's perspective, and guess what? If you know more about the man's perspective on these things, that can help you be in a better relationship with your spouse, your husband, a better relationship with your brother, your father, male co-workers, because you're coming to understand their psychology a little bit more and their motivation. So wherever you're at, apply it. So anyway, the three most important relationships, there are three of them. The first one, I'm going to go through all three, just bullet them off, and then we'll go into each one in more detail. The first most important relationship is the one with yourself. 
right? And the relationship with yourself also is a reflection of your relationship with God. So with yourself and God, with yourself and whatever spirituality or lack of spirituality that you have in your life, that's the most important relationship you're going to have. That's the first one. Second one, your relationship with your spouse. And I say spouse here. We could add significant other, but I'll get into why I'm not adding significant other when we get into that point in more detail. There's a reason behind that. And then the third most important relationship is your relationship with everybody else. All right, so these are the three most important, but also I think the three most common. So our first one, your most important relationship is your relationship with yourself which also connects to your relationship with God, relationship with a higher power, or relationship with no higher power, you know? You might be atheist, or you might be agnostic and be questioning this as you're listening, and that's okay. Uh, my point is, if that's you, you don't have a faith in a higher power. You're basically saying that your faith is in your own ability to accomplish things, that there's no room for mystery, um, and it's all on you. That's a heavy, heavy weight and a heavy burden to bear. And as long as your perspective is centered around it's just you alone in the universe, you will experience the reality where it's you alone in the universe. Okay, now I love the fact that, yeah, it empowers you. And a lot of people, I think, when you are in this situation, I think you're there because you have a sincere desire actually not to play the victim card. You know, because I think there is a tendency when you have a belief in God, you have a belief in a higher power that we will use our faith in God is kind of... A scapegoat not to take personal responsibility or a scapegoat to blame. Well, God didn't want that to happen. Well, it, maybe God did want that to happen, but you didn't act in the way necessary that you needed to get the thing that you said that you wanted. Or maybe you were too lazy to put a plan into action and to be disciplined enough to follow it. So I understand where you're coming from if you do not have a belief in a higher power. And my deal is you're, everybody's at where they're at. There's no judgment in this. I think truth is truth is truth, and it's going to hit you wherever you're at, regardless of where you're at. And then it's going to be up to you to decide what you do with that truth. You can ignore that truth, and it's going to keep hunting you down, or you can accept it and grow. But a lot of times when you grow and make those changes, it's, it hurts. It's painful. It's uncomfortable. But... My take on that, your relationship with yourself and with God, if you do not have a faith in the higher power, it's you're putting it all on you and you're putting it all on only the things that you can see. And even scientifically, we know the majority of the universe is consisted of things we can't see or perceive with our physical senses. And that's all I'm going to say about that. If you're questioning these things, and you probably are, if you're listening to this, you're at least at a point where you're questioning these things. And you've been reaching out there to a God maybe you think does or doesn't exist, and reaching out for an answer, an explanation, some type of peace with all of this. So the fact that you're even listening to my voice is an answer to that question. Okay, you've been putting that energy out there. Now the energy is coming back on you to provide that answer. So are you listening?
But your relationship with yourself is the most important one because how you see yourself is the reflection of how you see everybody else, how you perceive any circumstances or the environment you encounter in your life or the environment you create in your life. And so if you have a bad relationship with yourself, a bad self-concept, that is going to frame how you interact with everybody else in your life, with everything in your, in your life. It's going to affect how you interact with your spouse, how you interact with your kids, if you have kids, how you interact with your brothers, your sisters, your friends, how you approach work, a job, a career, how you approach motivation. All of that comes back to you. So one thing is in your relationship with yourself, you have to actually know who you are and you have to actually know what you want. One of my first podcast episodes, this is one of the things I talked about extensively, knowing what you want. Do you want what you want because it's what you really want? Do you envision yourself being or doing a certain thing because it's what you actually want? Or was that idea planted in your head from an outside source? And this is where the relationship with God and your relationship with yourself um, intertwine. Because getting to know yourself is getting to know God. It's getting to know the divinity within you. You have a divine nature. It's in there. It's inside of you. It doesn't come from outside. It doesn't come from an outside source. It's in you now. And it requires silence and it requires seeking it to start understanding that God is inside of you and God inside of you interacts with who you really are and shows you and reveals to you who you really are. And when you do that, you start to realize, oh, these things that I thought that I wanted, those things were put there. Those came from the outside and got in, but they weren't in there from the start. This is why your relationship with yourself is so important. Because if you don't know those things about yourself, you might be... This happens with midlife crises all the time. I'm right at that age where like, I'm due to have a midlife crisis. But you see that all the time where people feel trapped in a certain path that they've taken. And they feel trapped because they haven't kept the main thing the main thing. And so you younger dudes listening to this, don't get caught in that. Find out who you are now at a young age and go that direction. Don't put so much stake in what people are saying. You should do this. You should do that. You should desire this. You should desire that. You should be successful. Well, what is success? It's not necessarily having a bunch of money because you can have a whole bunch of money, but that money run you. Me personally, I value time and I value Time where there's an intense attention and focus to reality. All right. And the thing is, if you're bringing a bunch of energy into time, you can change the time. You can mold time. It's not about the money and having a bunch of stuff because you got to realize those things will burn away. So do you want to have a bunch of money to have a bunch of stuff? So now your money and your stuff is, r- is running you. And you spend all your time to maintain money and things. Or do you want to be happy? And if happiness to you is having a bunch of money and stuff, that's cool. Go get it, man. But I'm just trying to reframe it right here. But you won't know any of that 
until you understand who you really are. And understanding who you really are is understanding your relationship with divinity and a higher power. And there are a bunch of different paths you could take. I personally, I'm a Christian, right? I'm a follower of Christ. And there was a, there was a time where I wouldn't even say that. But I'm comfortable with it now because like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm a Christian. Now, people that attach the name Christian to themselves and to that culture, they have a certain way that they're perceived. Well, I'm a Christian. They might be over here acting very unchristian, like, so to speak. And that whatever, you know, you, you got people in your family that are part of your family that carry your name, but they they can't get right. It's the same thing here. Well, they, they claim that name, but they're really not about that life. And now it's my job to say, hey, here, here's what a Christ follower really looks like. Here's what a Christian really looks like. Here's what that culture is and stands for. You know, but wherever you're at, you got to know yourself because that is going to be a reflection of everything else in your life. And if you don't know yourself, then someone else is telling you who you are. No one likes to be told who you are, but again, if you have been told who you are your whole life and you don't know who you actually are and who you want, you don't know that you have divinity within you and you are eternally loved, eternally blessed regardless of your situation. And if you don't really know that to the core of your being, man, just things get hard. And that's part of what faith is. Whether you realize it or not, whether you have a belief in a higher power or not, you have a faith in something. And what your faith in empowers your belief. And what empowers your belief is what creates the environments, the situations, the circumstances in your life. So get right with yourself. And there are things you got to do to get right with yourself. You know, if you're a dude, I talked about this in a previous podcast. To get right with yourself, you got to spend some time in silence. Turn off the phone. Turn off the TV. Get away from people for a little bit. It doesn't have to be a lot. Now, if you're an introvert like me, yeah, you gotta, I got to get big chunks of time, you know, consistently, like once a week where I'm just by myself in my own space. Right. Recharge and recharging the batteries. But if you're an extrovert, it might be different for you. Everybody's different. But regardless, in order to know yourself and really hear yourself and know who you are, you have to spend some time by yourself and be comfortable with it. It's one of the big curses in modern society right now is no one wants to be alone. No one's comfortable being alone. Right. We got to have constant stimulation. So get with yourself and get your body right, too. That's another thing. Your body's the house for yourself. Yourself isn't your body, right? Yourself dwells inside of your body. But why would I want to be, why would you want yourself, if myself is, my body's my house, why would I want my house to be all rickety and run down and drafty and I'm spending time having to repair my house that I, that myself, my real self, the person that lives in there is just worried about surviving. Okay, take care of your body, get some silence, but you got to steward that relationship with yourself. And knowing yourself comes with that relationship of divinity within you, with God within you, relationship with the higher power. And if you don't have a faith, well, your faith, that's actually... Your faith um, in their being, 
no higher power is a type of faith because now your belief is, well, I'm just alone out here doing this on my own. And you're going to create that reality. So anyway, that's the first. That is your most important relationship is your relationship with yourself, which kind of overlaps with your relationship with God or a higher power. Second one is your relationship with your spouse. And I say spouse here, not significant other. Because if you shouldn't be playing around having a significant other for a long time, especially if you're a dude. Like we have this culture where, where there's this whole hookup culture now. Uh, when I was coming up, it was like, yeah, you would date. You'd have a boyfriend or girlfriend, a quote unquote significant other for a while. And then maybe you break up, you find another one and you're just trying them on until you find one that fits the mold and then you get married. I think that's wrong and I think that's backwards and I think that opens doors to let a bunch of drama into your life that you don't need to be dealing with from a male and a female perspective. Not saying you're wrong if you're in a relationship and you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, but you have to get real with your intentions. So that goes back to point number one. If you don't know yourself, you're not going to be able to know who you are in the context of a relationship with another person, particularly a romantic relationship. Because you get all those emotions, you get all those hormones going, and things get real funny real fast. Before you know it, you're five or six years down the road with somebody, and you're like, what did I become? Who is this person that I am, and who is this person that I'm with? That's why you have to know yourself. All right, but... Guys, if you're not serious, get out of the relationship. Straight up. If you ain't serious, if this isn't a person you really could see yourself being committed to and getting married, then you need to get out of the relationship because you're wasting your time. You're wasting that woman's time as well. So get serious with that first, but that relationship with your spouse is going to be, there's no other person in your life that's going to have more influence on you and more effect on your day-to-day life, your mental processes, your emotions, everything than your spouse. I'll say this being a married man, I've been married almost 10 years now, like my relationship with my wife and being in that union has made me a better person across the board. It has allowed me to become more of who I really am. However, I will say if I wasn't spending that time by myself and knowing who I really am, I wouldn't be able to step into that relationship to allow that relationship to cause me to be a better person and vice versa. So this relationship with your spouse is important, guys. This is the second most important relationship that you will have. It's not to be taken lightly. It's seen as a covenant, right? It means, this word covenant, what it means, it means like you get married, you are no longer just you. And spiritually speaking, in the ether, in the energy, y'all are connected. You're actually one being now. You're not just yourself. You're one being. You're one living organism. You've come together. Now you're this new thing. And so what she feels is what you feel. What you feel is what she feels and vice versa. And it comes with a lot of compromise. 
comes with communication, right? But if you're, you have a bad relationship with your spouse, are you turning your spouse into an enemy? Same thing. If you're in a relationship right now with a significant other and that's what's happening, get out of it. If it's constantly not working, why would you try to put a ring on it to fix it? Get out of it. Or why would you try to get pregnant to fix it? Get out of it. You're just bringing that child into that potential child into that situation. Or you're just putting a Band-Aid on the internal work y'all both need to be doing. Okay? Get real with yourself so you can be real with your spouse. Admit when you're wrong. Apologize. Spend time together. But that is the second most important relationship you'll be in. So, and it, that becomes a reflection of everything else in your life. Because if you look at guys, men who can't manage or can't be present in their own house, right? That, typi- that typically bleeds into everything else that they're doing so you show me a dude who can't hold it down at home even if he's really good at his job and doing all that i was like eventually that leaks over and something gets uncovered and i've seen it time and time again you can look at entertainment media you can look at just tons and tons of examples in the real world of this happening but even in my lane i've seen this happen If you're not taking care of it at home, eventually that catches up with you in whatever your profession is and whatever world in which you're walking. So take care of your relationship with yourself first. This way you can actually be in a real relationship with your spouse. And this leads us to the third one that bleeds into your relationships with everyone else and really everything else. All right, if I'm not good with me, how could I be real with my spouse? And if things aren't good with me and my spouse, then guess who takes the brunt of that? If you have kids, yeah, your kids carry that weight. They don't need to be carrying that weight. That's on you and your spouse. Get your stuff together so your kids don't have to carry that weight. And I know some of y'all listening to this, y'all are probably like, yeah, I am carrying that weight. Or I did carry that weight. You know, and your parents aren't perfect. And I understand that my kids are probably both of my kids are probably going to come up to me in the future and say, you know, you you did this and you didn't get that right. Or you and mom did this. Y'all didn't get that right. And so I have to live under that way. But hopefully I've raised my kids in a way where they could come to me and tell me those things and we could have a conversation about it. And I could admit, yeah, I got that wrong. But that's why your relationship with your spouse is the second most important relationship that you have. And that bleeds into your relationship with everybody else, like I've kind of started mentioning already. So if my house isn't taken care of, a man especially, you got to lead your house. There, This doesn't look like any particular thing, the way it looks. We have this image in society where we think it's supposed to look a certain way. And it doesn't have to look any certain way. It's about being led by... What you know to be right, being led by what you feel like God's calling you to do and how it should look in your particular situation. My particular situation doesn't look like, say, my neighbor's particular situation, but we're both leading our house in that way because everyone's needs are different, right? But if you can't lead your house, 
like that bleeds over into everything. I know when me and my wife get into a fight or we're not good, like I'm not as good at my job because I can hardly focus. You know, my energy's lower. The second I have a time where I'm not doing a task, I'm thinking about that bad situation. Then it's hard for me to engage with my biological kids at, at home. Give them the love and attention that they deserve, that they need, because I'm thinking about this issue I'm having with my wife, etc. Right? It bleeds into that. Which then, if you're in a fight with your spouse, most of the time it gets back to, wait, you weren't doing the work necessary internally with yourself. Okay, and so... They all affect each other. Now, your relationships with everybody else, like, show me a man. Here's what I like to do. I, I can really tell the mark of a man a lot of times. Like, if I'm out at a restaurant and I'll see how that man treats the wait staff, the person who's waiting on them at a restaurant. If they're short, they don't seem engaged, they're you know, or if you have a guy who's making eye contact, saying please and thank you and actually meaning it, even tipping when the service wasn't that bad. To me, that's the mark of a guy who gets it. But you can kind of start delving into what type of person are you really and what you know about yourself and how you view yourself. If you can look at how a person treats other people. And I'll be the first to admit myself, this is the hardest part for me. My relationships with everybody else, you know, I deal with trust issues. I've dealt with some really bad betrayals in my life. So this is the one I'm working on specifically. Right. I'm getting good with myself and God and constantly working on my marriage. Marriages take work. Relationships take work. Romantic ones. But also relationships in general, your relationship with everybody else, that takes work too. Admitting when you're wrong, but also having boundaries. If you're working with somebody on something, holding them accountable, all of these things. And that's the one I'm str I struggle with. It's hard for me. These relationships with everybody else. Well, like I said, how you treat someone else is usually a reflection of how you see yourself you just might be in denial and all the three of these things are connected but i'll say this in your relationships with everybody else and again this is the last one if you don't get those first two in check this third one it's going to be off kilter because you might have great relationships with everybody else. But if you don't know yourself, your relationships with those other people are based upon a lie. <laughs> or if you're only focused on your relationships with everybody else, then what are you hiding from? Right. Are you hiding from discovering something about yourself that you don't like? Or I'm good with everybody else, but I'm ignoring my relationships at home with my spouse. And then I'm ignoring my relationship with my spouse or myself. You know, I did that for a time. But this, this was before I was married. But, you know, I was just out and about in town having all these, had relationships with everybody. I had a good rapport with everybody. I was the life of the party, so to speak. But I was using that as a shield from dealing with some stuff internally that I needed to deal with. 
And then eventually life, God put me in a situation where it was like, boom, now you have to deal with it. And life will do that to you. If you keep ignoring it, keep ignoring it, keep ignoring it, then um, those situations will come up where you have to deal with it and you don't deal with it, then there are natural consequences that will occur. That's not God cursing you. That's you making decisions that led to those consequences. So, three most important relationships. Again, to recap, your relationship with yourself, which is a relationship, a reflection of your relationship with God. The two are really one and the same. So, you've got to behold the divinity within you to be able to see yourself rightly. You've got to get your eyes clear to be able to see yourself rightly. And once you can see yourself rightly, spend time in that place. That way, when life gets crazy and circumstances, situations, people are thrown at you, you know who you are and where you stand and what you really want. The second one, your relationship with your spouse. Again, that's the relationship that's going to have the most impact on you in your life that's the person you're probably going to spend more time with than anyone else in your life it's important because that person you being in a relationship with that person can cause you to grow and to become something you would never become in a good way or a bad way if you don't yield compromise and really invest in that relationship and then the third one is your relationship with everyone else and again, if you're having problems with relating to other people, you're probably holding a type of unforgiveness in your heart. That was my issue. Like I said, I have trust issues because I experienced a lot of betrayals from people who were important to me. And so loyalty was a big thing or is a big, it's still a big thing and I'm still dealing with this. But because I couldn't trust people and I couldn't trust people because I had not forgiven certain people in my life. Okay, so if you're struggling with your relationships with other people, you might need to sit on that. Why are you holding grudges? Why are you jealous? There could be some type of unforgiveness you're holding on to. It could be, this was my thing, it could be that you're not forgiving yourself. And this is where it gets back to number one, your relationship with yourself. Ask God, ask the divine how he sees you. And I'll say, bro, you're forgiven. I already forgave you. I forgave you for that before that even happened. So your three most important relationships, get those in alignment and let us know how it goes. So I hope that was a benefit to you. Like I said, get us up on the social medias, engage. If you're finding benefit to this, share it with people, you know, check us out on YouTube. We got those new videos come up. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review. Help spread the message. If you want to come on as a guest, let me know. Where I'm lining up new guests, so we got to get some new guest episodes. I love doing the guest episodes. I learn more doing the guest episodes, to be honest. And that's part of the reason why I do the podcast, is so I can learn. I can improve, and I learn more in conversations with people rather than me just looking up these concepts and riffing like some crazy person with a satellite dish talking about aliens coming or whatever. But yeah, let us know. You can shoot us an email at glowerymusic at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram. That's a glowery for the podcast page. And then my personal one is it's XXMONKXX. But until next time, 
Peace and blessings to y'all from the Most High. Monk out.